Welcome to Our Chaotic Mess. I'm Katie, your host. In this episode, we're going to discuss what sustainability is and why it's important. I'll also go over a few examples of unsustainable practices that are harming our people and our planet. We will discuss some things that you can do and I can do to help transition into a more sustainable society. If you're just entering into the world of climate consciousness, you may be wondering what sustainability is. Everyone talks about it and companies use the word for marketing, but what is it really? It may seem like any company that uses those action words, sustainable, green, eco-friendly, or recyclable are sustainable. However, that usually isn't the case. Sustainability for an individual is meeting one's needs while ensuring they leave enough for future people and animals. Emphasis on the animals because those seem to be the people, not the people, sorry. The ones that are always forgotten. The animals. We can't cut down all the trees without leaving some for the birds' nests because that will screw up the entire ecosystem not just for us, but for, like, the plants that need to be pollinated. We can't cut down, like, all of the flowers because the bees are going to need that, and they're going to need food source so that they can also pollinate all of our crops. So just be mindful of that. For an individual, that would be only buying what food that you need that way, at the end of the week, you're not throwing out a ton of food that you won't, that you don't eat. And then it ends up in a landfill. For a company, it would be practicing agriculture by rotating crops like potatoes, corn, and beans to ensure that soil quality for the long-term production would be sustainable. That way, we'll have food production for long-term for us, for everybody. However, we live in a globalized world where living sustainably becomes more difficult as distribution channels become more complex. When I was studying business in college, we learned of sustainability as the triple bottom line, which is balancing people, planet, and profits. There's supposed to be a balancing act to ensure that companies are providing people with resources to meet their needs while ensuring they're regenerating those resources for future generations. However, what I have seen happen time and time again is companies placing profit above people. There's a few examples that I want to go over with you today of unsustainable practices that are disrupting local ecosystems and harming human health. Have you ever seen the recyclable label on aluminum foil? The truth is that aluminum foil you purchase in stores isn't going to be made from recycled materials unless it clearly states it is made from recycled materials. Reynolds, a prominent aluminum foil brand, is owned by Alcoa. They offer they claim to offer 100% recycled aluminum foil. However, the foil that you use for cooking is not recyclable unless 
all traces of food have been removed from said foil. So if you use it to bake like a turkey in or something that gets all those burnt crispy pieces on it, that's not going to be recyclable unless you somehow magically can like remove all of those pieces without tearing the aluminum foil up. Good luck with that. Um, However, you still have to also consider the cardboard packaging, ink, and energy used in transportation and recycling of the product. So even though you buy aluminum foil that says that it's recyclable, there's still all of those wasted products that have been used, like gasoline in transportation from where it's been mined to the factory to the warehouse to the walmart store and then you driving home after you go to the store to buy it super wasteful a lot of different things have been wasted in that process so is it sustainable no it's not sustainable i personally don't buy aluminum foil and i don't find it necessary for cooking So, in my opinion, it's just, like, this made-up product that they've, like, deemed necessary for cooking whenever it's really not. And I see that so much, and it's so frustrating. Just go into any store, like Walmart, and go down the As Seen on TV aisle. There's so many pointless, wasteful items that are made so poorly that they won't last long. Like, for example, pillow pets. Do you remember pillow pets? I remember pillow pets. Whenever I was a kid, they were, like, the hottest thing. Do you know where those are now? I don't have one, and I'm sure that all of my old friends probably don't have theirs. So, they probably ended up in a landfill, because I also can't find them in, like, any Goodwills or anything like that. I wonder if I could find them on eBay. I might look that up later just to see if I can find some. Like, where are all those pillow pets now? But that happens all the time. Like, they'll make new products like that and you know where they end up? Landfills. They end up in landfills. It's not sustainable. Oil companies that extract fossil fuels are an excellent example of an unsustainable business model. Not only do they contribute to climate change by releasing methane and CO2, they also use up non-renewable resources, which will run out for our future generations. Moreover, big oil companies only cause problems for people and the planet, and they gain huge profits for doing it. Oil fracking has become a popular way for the oil industry to extract a gross decayed fossil fuels it's like a crushed up dinosaur oil gross anyway um in the process of extracting they release toxic chemicals into waterways and the air according to the eip oil companies release methane which is even worse than co2 when it comes to greenhouse gases Methane heavily contributes to human-caused global warming. If that isn't bad enough, the EIP also says that toxic pollution 
released in oil extraction affects the lower income rural communities the most because that's where people are exposed to those toxic chemicals more because that's the communities that they're extracting the oil in. So obviously, if that's where the oils, the chemicals are being leached out of, that's the people that's going to be affected the most. The EIP says that this increases their risk for developing diseases like cancer. Have you ever heard of the Cancer Valley or the news articles where people can literally light their water on fire? Yeah, we can thank unsustainable business practices for that. So not only are they using non-renewable resources, which is so unsustainable, we should be focusing on renewable resources and regenerating those in a sustainable way to where we will have these things for years to come. Ideally forever. (laughs) This really highlights why sustainability is important to me. I don't want to deplete the earth of its natural resources because that won't leave enough resources for the other beings that inhabit the earth, including our predecessors, like our children, our grandchildren. I want to leave this planet better than I found it, but that is becoming increasingly difficult with the way we have been raised. We can see it everywhere we go, dumpsters full of garbage that people have thrown out, like they'll throw out old makeup, clothes, paintings, furniture, toys, and everything that they deem trash or things that they don't want anymore. Like, oh, my shoe came apart. I'm not going to glue it. Instead, I'm going to throw it out. That kind of mentality. However, we don't need makeup. We don't need to replace our furniture every year, and we really shouldn't. We shouldn't throw away our kids' old toys because other children would be happy to have them, especially children that can't afford them. For years, companies have built models on creating the next best thing for people to buy to replace the old stuff that they brought from the company before. That way that companies can have increased profits over long term, which is unsustainable way to do business because they will run out of resources eventually. And then what are people going to buy next? Maybe air. Maybe they'll start charging us for air. Uh, no. It's not sustainable. Yet, our world is built on that model. So what are we going to do to make it better? How do we know what products are made sustainably and what isn't? Well, it is extremely difficult because even with certifications... We still can't know for sure that the company is truly following through with those business practices or not. I'm sure that you've seen it all the time, like eco-friendly straws and things like that. We don't know for sure unless, like, the eco-friendly straws that I've seen are wrapped in plastic in the grocery store. Like, you just put plastic around plastic. How is that eco-friendly? Like, I don't get it. So, always do research. A key sign is they are using renewable resources and replant what they use. For example, 
if a paper company is only using trees that they have planted and then replanting those, that would be more sustainable because it's a renewable resource that they are regenerating. There's definitely a lot of greenwashing that happens. So do your research on the companies and make sure that they are actually practicing sustainable practices. If they have a certification like the Net Zero, uh, make, make sure that the certification is legit and to ensure that the certifications actually audit the companies and what they look for whenever they do audit them. Most importantly, don't contribute to products that are unsustainable and don't contribute to unsustainable business practices by purchasing those products. Not only is that a great way to save money, but you're also able to put your money towards things that are sustainable because they're generally more expensive. You'll also be able to opt out of contributing to the throwaway society, as I like to call it. That is something that I have been thinking about ever since I started this journey. There has to be a way to opt out of this materialistic world. And in my opinion, a great way to start is by cutting out all of the unnecessary purchases that contribute to unsustainable business models. For example, purchasing fruits shipped from out of the country thousands of miles to your local grocery store when you could be purchasing locally grown food from the farmer's market. Not only are you supporting local farmers, you are greatly cutting down the amount of fossil fuels that are being used to ship the fruit. Plus, you're getting fresher produce that you will be able to know whether or not they use pesticides. Another thing you can do, and I cannot stress this enough, is to stop purchasing anything plastic. No more plastic bottles or straws. This one is very difficult because the fossil fuel industry has really sunk its claws in deep and made us super dependent on their products. However, Little by little, I myself am making this journey as well. We can do it together. Be skeptical and ask questions about everything. If you find a product that claims to be environmentally friendly, do your research and check to make sure that it is. There are a lot of posers out there who want to take advantage of the environmentally conscious market, so be careful. Only use what you need. Thank you for listening to OCM. I hope you have learned something today. If you enjoyed it, please follow me for weekly podcasts like this one. I look forward to talking to you next week.